You know how you can get really excited about a goal that you know is going to change your life? And you start out strong, but then it gets a little complicated. Maybe you get busy, sidetracked, you drift, it gets harder, maybe even hit an obstacle and you don't know how to get around that one. And so you just start to feel like, you know what? I don't think this is ever going to happen for me. And you keep drifting and you slowly drift away from your goal. And at some point you just give up on it. And then you feel like a failure. That might just be you, Greg. Oh, I'm guessing it's happened to you at least once in your life. Well, today we're going to talk about one of the best ways to avoid that while also growing a relationship and pursuing your goal with joy. We're talking about how to find a partner who will help you reach your goals. Here's what you're going to learn. Why will the partner help you? How can you find a partner and how to best use your partner and how to be a huge help to your partner while you achieve your goal with joy in the process? That's all? Yeah. This is the podcast where you find your purpose and live your passion. Ready? Let's go. You know how you sometimes feel stuck? Like you're drifting through life, going through the motions? Then you're in the right place. Find your purpose. Live your passion. Let's go. Okay, Greg, so why will having a goal partner help you? Well, it's a lot easier to pursue your passion and purpose when you have someone on your side, somebody who encourages you, helps you, somebody who can challenge you and hold you accountable for what you say you're going to do. Greg, is this going to be a podcast about having an accountability partner? I mean, that's an old boring idea, man. Come on. Hang on a second. You're right. It's an old idea. But guess what? Old ideas can be great ideas. And here's a question for you. Do you have an accountability partner who's helping you achieve your most important goal right now? If not, don't feel bad. Most of us don't. We all know it's a good idea, but most of us never follow through with it. Some of us start off with a great accountability partner, and then over a few weeks or months, we drift until the idea fades. I love what Moyer said about it. It is not only what we do, but also what we do not do for which we are accountable. Motivation's a fickle thing. See, it waxes and wanes like the moon. Some people claim motivation doesn't work because it wears off. But wait a second. I eat three or five times a day, so I guess I should just stop eating because, after all, it wears off. I mean, I work out three times a week, but I guess I should just stop exercising because, after all, it wears off. I shower every day, but I guess I should just stop showering because, I mean, it wears off. I mean, it sounds kind of ridiculous, doesn't it? Yes, motivation wears off. Everything wears off. So you got to partner with somebody to stay motivated. So here's the question. How do you stay motivated to pursue your purpose? A big helper is finding that accountability partner. And the word partner is important here because this is going to be a mutually beneficial relationship. You're going to motivate each other. The times that I've really stuck with an accountability partner have paid huge dividends for me. I used one to get serious about working out. I used one to write my first book, and anytime I felt like skipping a workout or not working on my book that day, I knew I would have to answer to my partner. I also knew I'd be letting myself and him down, and that pushed me. It kept me going, and better yet, the encouragement I got from my partner for all my hard work inspired me. I've even discovered something super cool about having an accountability partner. When you help someone else achieve their goals, that helps you too, because it makes you feel great. It gives you extra energy and incentive to keep going after what you really want. Bonus. I love what John DeLemme said about it. Accountability separates the wishers in life from the action takers that care enough about their future to account for their daily actions. Okay, Greg, you sold me. So how do I get and keep a partner? How do we hold each other accountable in an encouraging way? 
Great question. Love where your head's at. First, you need to get 100% clear on exactly what you want and why you want it and write it down. When will you do that thing by? How will you know you've done that thing? Write it down. Now, I've got a podcast episode about goal setting. It's season two, episode 34, how to get where you want to go in record time. Go listen to that one after you're done with this one. It'll really help. Who will you choose as your accountability partner? It should be someone who shares your desire for an extraordinary life. Someone who will support you in your efforts and kick you in the butt when you need it. But in a totally positive way. Yeah, and I'm not kidding. See, you can hold someone accountable by condemning and shaming them. Or you can hold them accountable by convicting and encouraging them. Which one do you think is going to help you stay on track and help you enjoy the process more? Johann Wolfgang von Goethe said, Correction does much, but encouragement does more. Yep, I respond way better to somebody who says, Hey, it's not great you didn't follow through this week, but that happens to all of us. Let's get back in the game. What can you do today on your action plan? What stopped you from doing it last week? Is there any way I can help you with that? See, I know you can do this. Your life is going to change so much as you do the process to achieve this goal, and then it will change even more when you achieve it. Let's remember why you set the goal. See, now, does that get you fired up? Because it gets me fired up. I mean, let's go. That's the goal accountability partner I want. And then you also want to give them permission to push you and hold you accountable for what you said you would do. You can even find fun, joyful ways to do that. Hey, if you don't get X done by when we talk next week, then you're buying top golf, lunch, and drinks. That motivates me. Remember, sometimes those who challenge you most teach you best. And one of the best ideas I've heard is for you to write out a check to an organization that you don't agree with and give it to your partner and have them promise to mail it only if you don't stick to your action plan to reach your goal. That's going to get you motivated. There's even an app for that one. It's called Forfeit. Here's what the description says. Say what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, and how much you'll forfeit if you don't do it. Send evidence of you completing your task before the deadline, or we take your money. It's essentially unlimited willpower. Wow. Better be careful with that one. I hope you're enjoying this podcast, and if it resonates with you, will you do me a favor and give me the five stars on Spotify and a good review on Apple? It'll really help grow the show, get us really good guests, and it'll make me feel good. And be careful not to get someone who really doesn't think you're going to achieve your goal. Or worse yet, someone who seems to enjoy it when you aren't doing well and shames you for not doing everything you said you would. Now, I know that sounds ridiculous, but I've seen people set themselves up for failure by choosing the wrong partner. Search for someone you look up to, who has a reputation for doing what he says, for following through, and needs to be someone you get along well with, who wants the best for you, who knows how to motivate you and enjoy seeing you succeed. Now, I find the best accountability partners are people who want you to hold them accountable for their goals, too. And when you encourage each other and hold each other accountable, oh, man, great things start to happen. Now, if you can find someone who has a goal very similar to yours, so much the better. Well, Greg, where do you find these people? Well, you can start with your circle of friends in your small group at church, maybe a good friend at work, someone you look up to in the service or business group that you're involved in. But... Not just any friend is going to do for this. See, some friends are great to talk with and hang out with, but they're not goal-oriented. Maybe they're not even comfortable holding you accountable when you start to slide. You don't want to ruin a friendship and not achieve your goal at the same time. So if you go the friend route, it needs to be somebody who understands your goal, somebody who supports you going for it, somebody who wants to be your accountability partner. 
I believe it really needs to be a two-way street or it's going to get super awkward. You need to be their accountability partner as well as they are yours. And they need to have a goal that they really want to achieve. You really want somebody you like, trust, and is encouraging and isn't afraid to be honest and open with you. Sometimes they're going to need to tell you hard truths. Let them know you really want that. And then you have to not get mad at them when they follow through. Now, if none of those ways work to find a partner, you can join a meetup group, maybe attend local events that relate to the goals you have. And as you meet people, just be on the lookout for suitable accountability partners. You can also find your partner online. Maybe you go to places where people share the same goals you have. A membership site of your favorite website or a mastermind group or book club that you're part of. You can also try forums, websites, Facebook, LinkedIn groups, seminars and workshops. You can even go to hashtags on social media relating to the things that you care the most about that fit with your goals and start commenting on those forums and answering people's questions. And you may just start to bump into somebody again and again who ends up being your accountability partner. There's just a ton of ways you can do this. You're looking for people who share your vision and goals so you can support, encourage, and hold each other accountable on your journey. Greg, can I just ask someone in my family? I mean, won't that be easier and less awkward? Who loves you more than your family? I mean, hey, family's great, but I found it's often better to find someone who is not a family member or a super close friend, because sometimes when we're that close, we don't feel comfortable pushing each other. Not only that, but sometimes people too close to you don't think you can actually achieve great things. I mean, they've seen all your failures. They've seen you at your worst, and they may be stuck thinking you'll never amount to much. Or they may even be jealous that you're going for it, and part of them really doesn't want you to succeed. What? Greg, that's crazy. My family and friends love me. They want the best for me. I'm sure that's true. But jealousy is a crazy thing. It can even be something they're not consciously aware of or they're trying not to be aware of. But sometimes it bubbles up in very unhealthy ways. And unfortunately, some families don't get along well and don't want the best for each other. You have to know your situation. Now, I know I have a great family. I know we all get along really well. And I still don't want one of my family members to be my accountability partner. Is there someone in your circle of friends, church, work, the neighborhood you would feel comfortable working with? Get started today on finding them and then set a date when you're going to ask them. Don't wait. Once you figure out who you think it is, ask if you can take them to coffee or lunch and just lay out the idea for them. Tell them about your goals, why you want to make sure you follow through this time and make sure it's not all about you. Ask them what their goals are and if they're interested in you being their accountability partner. Now, once you both agree to it, it's on to how to best use your partner, be a huge help to them, and increase both of your joy as you do it. Greg, why do you talk about joy so much? You're sounding a little bit like a little boy dancing around in a meadow of Star Wars dolls. Those are action figures. Sure, whatever, but what is it with you and this joy thing? Okay, great question. Now, most people talk about happiness, but a friend of mine in my favorite book changed my mind. He said happiness depends on happenings. And we can't always control our circumstances. See, I don't want my mood and my life to be at the mercy of things I can't control. But if I'm doing what I was created to do, and I'm focused on something bigger than myself, I can have joy and be thankful in all circumstances, even when I can't be thankful for all circumstances. I can experience joy in the process of pursuing my purpose and my goals. I don't know about you, but I want to enjoy my life as much as I can all the time. I don't want to wait for someday to enjoy it. If I hate doing something and I have to do it for 30 years before I might finally find some joy, I'm not doing it. Okay, now back to how to best use your partner, be a huge help to them, and increase both of your joy as you do it. After you've talked about each other's goals and how you can support and challenge each other to stay on track with you, you need your action plans. 
And you got to create a plan to be accountable with each other. So schedule a time once a week for an accountability meeting, a phone call or Zoom meeting, however you want to do it. And halfway through the week, make sure you exchange an accountability text or email. And the content of the call and the text and the email, they're, they're simple and they're the same. Ask each other these things. Hey, here's what you said you would do this week. What have you done on it? What went right? What could go better? What's holding you back from following through this week? What adjustments do you need to make to improve your progress? What can I do to help you? And then remember to encourage each other. You know, you can even use the seven coaching questions. I love these. They're out of the book, The Coaching Habit. And you need to read it to get really good at doing these. But, but here's just a rough outline of what these questions are. Hey, what's on your mind? And what else? What's the real challenge here for you? What do you really want? How can I help? If you're saying yes to this, what are you saying no to? And finally, what was most useful for you in our conversation today? Those questions are awesome and powerful. Check out that book, The Coaching Habit. You're going to be glad you did. Now, as you meet and work on your goals, make sure to celebrate your many successes on your journey to achieving your goals and creating your extraordinary life. Remind each other how far you've come. Support each other on the why behind your goals. I love what Dennis Waitley says about it. Life is not accountable to us. We are accountable to life. But beware, because as you work on your passion and purpose, you will hit plateaus. Expect it. Be ready to do the work necessary to break through them. See, fear and doubt is going to creep in from time to time. And some of your friends and family may feed that fear and doubt by telling you, ah, eh, you're wasting your time. You're not going to be able to live an extraordinary life. That's for the lucky few, not for you. And some are going to do this because they think they're protecting you from disappointment. But sadly, as we talked about before, some of this is because of jealousy. They're jealous of your aspirations and achievements. Or maybe they're not taking action on their goals and seeing you do it kind of hurts them. Now, you can overcome all of that by leaning on why you want this in your life, why you want this new extraordinary life, why you're pursuing your purpose and using your skills, abilities and experience to do it. Remember what Emerson said. Do the thing you fear, and the death of fear is certain. You can do it, and there are plenty of people who want you to succeed, including your new accountability partner. Lean on them, too. Let's go. I hope you're enjoying this podcast, and if it resonates with you, will you do me a favor and give me the five stars on Spotify and a good review on Apple? It'll really help grow the show, get us really good guests, and it'll make me feel good. <laughs> 